Stay fly. Stay fly. Right? Stay fly. It's not a mystery that little Pablo or, or little Billy can open a car lot on, on the main strip when, you know, when, like, how does that happen? I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Like, I, you know, these, these people were like the tenants from L. You know, um, yeah, I mean, you know how it is when you, when you, when you have inner city property, uh, you have the inner city activity. You're listening to the Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly, stay fly, stay fly. They all have The views expressed by the guests are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> hey, this is Ernie Thomas here on the Vol School Podcast. You're listening to Psycho Vaughner's Fly Guy Podcast. Support, like, subscribe, and share. He's saying some good things. Share it. Don't keep it to yourself. All right, and we're live with another great session of Get On Code, the Fly Guy Show. Get On Code, the Fly Guy Show. And that's where we have a series of melanated conversations focused on improving our collective situation. With me today on the platform, we have the good brother, Corey. Corey Phillips, how you doing, Corey? I'm doing very well, my brother. Thank you for having me. Hey, man, I'm, I'm glad I was able to pull you away from the pregame from your Steelers. Yeah, listen... I'm a big time Steelers fan, my whole family, Steelers fans, brother. So, you know, we get together, you know, with COVID, we got to kind of do things a little different. So uh, we kind of, you know, keep our circle tight. So it's me, my wife, my brother and her brother and their spouses. We kind of, we kind of, you know, mix and mingle together. We're all Steelers fans. So this week we're actually at my brother-in-law's house. We kind of set up in the backyard and social distance and, you know, have the TV set up and, you know, that's real cool laid back, but, uh, you know, we still get our Steelers in. That's what's up, man. Be safe, brother. Definitely be safe. Uh, I have the Money Ave logo up on the screen because I'm back again dealing with another good brother from Money Ave, man. So Money Avenue. Yes, sir. In the building. So how did you get involved in this financial business that we're in? Uh, I've actually been in the business since 2006, right? So I, you know, I was a, um, you know, I got started as a as a loan officer. Uh, you know, I worked for a uh, a, a net branch uh, older guy actually who had been in the business for years. Kind of took me by the hand and showed me the business, and uh, you know, end up actually giving me my own net branch. You know, after a couple of years. But your own net branch. What does that yeah, mean? So, so basically, when you have a company that has a, uh, a a branch, like a private lending branch, they will open up smaller branches. It's sort of like a franchise. So it's a way of saying franchise for the mortgage business. Um, you know, Weller Funding was the name of the company. Um, and Mr. Weller was a great guy. But again, like I said, he was up in age. So when he passed away, um, his children actually didn't want to continue the business. So, you know, I found myself needing to... Uh, you know, move on. So I, you know, kind of sharpened my sword, got it, you know, got with a bunch of different great companies over the years. And I learned a lot. So I actually got in the business in 2000, end of 2006, uh, early 2007. So right when the crash was happening, uh, the bubble burst, uh, which is interesting that we're talking about this now, because when I got in the business, when it was very ugly, you know, and but it gave me an opportunity to learn a lot. All right, well, what are some of the things you learned? Because these financial lessons seem to be extremely formative 
in the movement that's happening with our people right now. So what are some of the lessons you learned? Well, I, you know, I actually learned how important credit is. You know, I learned how important your credit actually is. That's one of the first things I learned, you know, because you, when you're a young guy, so I'm 44. So we're talking about almost, you know, uh, you know, almost 20 years ago. So, you know, I was in my twenties. So, you know, they just, we don't learn these things in our community, right? We don't learn these things in school. So, you know, it gave me a really, really swift lesson about why your credit is so important. Because when you first get into any business, right, you learn, uh, you know, you reach out to your friends, your family, the, the you know, your circle of influence, right? Um, but nobody had good credit. So I couldn't, I couldn't get anybody a loan, couldn't get anybody a house. Uh, you know, I, I refinanced my parents' house, uh, you know, it was my first loan. So, you know, it learned, it, it taught me that your credit is everything. That's, you know, that's one of the first things I learned. Uh, the second thing I learned is that, you know, there, there's, there's three parts. The, the most important thing to getting uh, a, a, a conventional loan is you have to have good credit. You have to have, uh, you know, some money for down payment and you have to, you have to be able to, you know, most importantly, provide proof that you have the ability to repay the loan. And, you know, I think that's the part that really throws a lot of people when when they're going through the process of obtaining funding for property, for their business, when people ask them for this document, for this document, for this document, for this proof, for this proof, I've noticed that people are getting pretty offended. Why is it so important to have those documents? Well, when you're when you're talking about the uh, residential side, right, the owner-occupied side, the conventional side, um, we're talking about government-backed loans, right? So FHA uh, is what I did a ton of when I was on that side. So FHA is backed by the government. They're insuring the loan. So, of course, they want to make sure that if they're lending someone 300000 300000 that you could actually pay, repay the loan. So your credit history, your payment history, your uh, assets, meaning you need to bring some money to the game. You need to have some skin in the game. Um, these are all things that's important. Why? Because they don't want to insure a loan that's ultimately going to fail. So they need to kind of, uh, for lack of a better term, to get all in your business. And, and that's just the way it feels. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, absolutely. It feels so. like they're all in your business, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've often wondered if that was done the kind to prevent some of us from getting involved. Well, unfortunately, um, we all know the world we live in um, as as melanated people, as you like to say. As yeah, I, I love that term. Um, you know, as black people, melanated people, we we understand um, that the, the odds are stacked against us. So, unfortunately, yeah, there's a, there's a term called redlining, right? So, yeah, a lot of these things were put in place originally to prevent us from being able to buy homes in neighborhoods that they didn't want us to buy property in. You know, the last thing they want us to do is to be able to take advantage of real estate. Because real estate is the cornerstone of wealth. So we're talking about building generational wealth. And we're talking about turning the corner or riding the tide of change. Um, this is one of the things we're going to have to pay attention to. Um, 
you know, we're going to have to pay attention to, you know, to to taking advantage of these things that are out here in terms of real estate. You know, I'm glad you brought that up. I wanted to uh, show this poll tax receipt. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody paid this poll tax so that they could vote and to be able to pay the poll tax they also had to own land at that time Mm. I know that I was talking with some of my elders in my family and they were some of the first in Opelika Alabama to vote and it was only because my grandfather owned land and because Mm. they own he was a landowner they were able you know they they paid the poll tax sometimes Mm -hmm. there were some other stuff some other shenanigans that the white supremacists put in front of them but Owning land made all the difference. Absolutely, of course, and 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 it's still true to this day. There's certain things that you just can't take advantage of in terms of building wealth and building stability if you don't have real estate. If you don't own land, if you don't own real estate, um, in my opinion, you own nothing. Wow! 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 So, look, somebody is watching this, and they're like, "Well." Their money makes money. So if we can go into that concept, you know, we titled this Our Money Makes Money and Builds Things. So you help people to take their money, their resources, and to increase, to have some level of duplication. (laughs) Um, How does that happen? So so let, let, let me just back before I before I answer that question, let me back up because uh, you asked me how I started. Right. And one of the reasons why I made this transition and I, and I, I kind of got into the uh, investor financing side is because I honestly believe that this is the way to truly help people. Um, it, I can truly help my community if I can teach people how to make money in real estate and how to use uh, investor financing specifically to uh, uh, build their real estate portfolio and ultimately build wealth. So one of the things we at Money Ave we teach you how to do is we teach you how to go out and buy a piece of property without using uh, uh, without needing to have a ton of uh, money, right? A ton of great credit. Why? Because on the investor side, they're not really focused on your uh, overall credibility. Now, they are going to look at your credit score to kind of get a parameter of who they're dealing with in terms of who they're lending money with. But there's no personal guarantee on the investor side. And you can get up to 90 percent of the loan to value for the property. So we could ultimately get you into an investment property that costs 100,000. It's a beat up, ugly house for 100,000. And uh We'll, we'll loan you $90,000. Your responsibility is 10% plus whatever closing costs. And we will also loan you 100% of the rehab costs. So ultimately, we can show you how to buy a piece of property for 10%. We'll give you all of the money to rehab it. So if it costs $70,000 to rehab it, you're all in at one seventy. The property now is being looked at from the after repair value standpoint, now you got a $350,000 property value on this house. You're only in it for 170. So, I mean, you can do the math. You can look at how profitable that could be, you know, and we teach people how to do this over and over and over again. Um, And you know what, before you continue, I want to say not only do you teach people how to do this, 
and I can say this from a broker standpoint. So I help broker funds. So um, I'm gonna give an example with one of my clients here. We he purchased the property for 33k. It needed 58k in rehab. We were able to give him 90% acquisition and 100% of the rehab funds. And so what you just described is what I did with my client. And you're able not only to teach people, but Money Ave is able to give the funds. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we we as a you know, we felt like as a as a young black company, we needed to be able to control um exactly the the the, proce- the way the process goes. Um a lot of times, you know, dealing with other other lending institutions, hedge fund money, there's a lot of red tape, there's a lot of different roadblocks like we just spoke about. So we felt like we needed to control um the process to ensure that as long as the deal makes sense. And as long as we're dealing with somebody who has credibility, that we can get the we can get the financing done. So um, I, you and I know this, and so for the uninitiated, there's a term hard money or mm-hmm. uh, asset based. And mm-hmm. from what you just described, the property is the asset that the fund is going to look at to determine if it's a good deal, not necessarily the person's credit. Did I say that right? That's absolutely right. And you know what? I'm actually glad you said that because I actually I actually take the time to explain to a lot of people when they hear the, the term hard money, you know, they think that it's harder to, to get this financing for some reason. But the, the reason why it's coined hard money is because it's going to be tied to the hard asset of the real estate, not necessarily your credit profile. Does that make sense? That, that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so how did you get so passionate about teaching us this part? I mean, did you go through it yourself? Or, you know, how, Absolutely. Did, how did the light turn on? Absolutely. So, you know, one of the first things I wanted to do um, after I you know, realized that, wait a minute, man, you know, early on, I realized like, OK, I have the ability to get these investors this money and they're going off and making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now I make a fee. I make pretty good money, but I'm not. I'm not getting up from the table with a check at, at a closing once the property's done for a hundred, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. So when I started to look at that, it said, "Wait a minute, I need to. I need to get in this game myself, right?" So uh, what me and my wife did actually, uh, I've been with my wife twenty years, right? So we've been we've been married. Our our anniversary was in June of this year. We've been together twenty years, right? So. Um, the first thing we did was we bought a property, uh, a three family. Uh, I rented the second floor out to my brother and I rented the third floor out to an old schoolmate. Um, they paid the rent. We lived, I think uh, the mortgage was out of pocket, like 200 bucks a month. And previously we were renting a, a, a you know, a, a, an apartment, a one bedroom apartment in East Orange, New Jersey for uh, 1300 bucks. Right, thirteen hundred bucks a month for a one-bedroom apartment. I had a three-family house, and out of pocket every month, towards the mortgage at least, it was two hundred bucks out of my pocket. So that was absolutely awesome, and what that allowed me to do was save some money, so that I can invest. You know, so the very next thing we did was buy another property, right? Because if you tie your shoe, you tie your left shoe. You know, you can tie your right shoe, right? So 
once you do something once you can do it over and over and over again especially when you have systems in place so one of the things we also teach people you know from trial and error right because we learn all the things that we teach at money avenue is is really from you know trial and error and and, and our own experiences so one of the things we teach people right off the bat is that you need to have a team so you know your money makes money and how to use your resources is a perfect title you know for this uh for this this podcast so we teach people how to how to build a team and use your resources um you know we teach people that you need to have a general contractor on your team you need to have an attorney on your team you need to have an accountant on your team i mean you do intend to make some money right you know if you make some money you're gonna have to pay some taxes right so you should have an accountant you should also have an architect maybe on your on your team. If the general contractor doesn't have the ability to draw up plans, you, sh- you might want to have an architect. Uh, and I'm going to that's actually a lead into something I wanted to talk about um, next. But, uh, you know, you should have these partners on your team. Uh, so I mentioned contractor. I mentioned attorney. I mentioned accountant. I mentioned architect. Uh, and the and the only other only other thing that I really think you should have is, uh, you know, some sort of financial advisor. You should definitely be speaking to some sort of financial advisor so that you can figure out how much activity you need to have in your real estate business to reach your overall three year, five year goal. Um, so those those five are on my team. That, that's the team I have. So we kind of teach people how to. You know, network with these folks, find out who you want to do business with and actually get you get them on your team. Because, you know, um, I read somewhere um, a a long time ago, uh, a gentleman by the name of John Pina, he says, uh, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. So, you know, it's not only a good idea to uh, have a partnership, have a network, but to, to have a friendship with the people that you do business with that are on your team. Right. Because they're going to lead you to opportunities, they're going to lead you to success, and their success is important uh, to you know your success is important to them because it's also their success. So it just makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. Um, all right, well, you just described two examples where you know you bought your first property, you and your lovely wife. You moved to your second property, you and your lovely wife, and everything sounds beautiful, honky dory. Oh, and you, you and I oh. both know that there's some challenges in this. Oh, uh, but it wasn't. It, it, oh, it, 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 it wasn't all lovely. So, um, you know, uh, three years after we bought the three family, we actually did move out, and we bought that year. We bought a single family home, our first, you know, single family home, like you know, the, the home we lived in, me, her, and, and our son. Um, and my brother got married, so he moved away. Um, uh, 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 my classmate actually moved away to Texas. He took a job in Texas. So now I got all new tenants. Um, the worst tenants ever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else to describe it. Like I, you know, these, these people were like the tenants from L, you know, um, yeah, I mean, you know how it is when you, when you, when you have inner city property, uh, you have the inner city activity, you have the things that are going on, um, um, which, you know, it is what it is. Those things I could deal with. You know, I grew up in East Orange in North New Jersey, so I'm not far into those things. But um, having to deal with them firsthand at a property you own, 
is not a nice thing. So that's one thing. But, you know, when you got damage to your property, uh, you know, every time you turn around, there's this major damage to your property. You, you know, folks are not paying rent, so you got to put them out. And then you actually got to go in and repair the property to get it prepared for the next tenant. You know, so these things are the reason why I say you want to have a, a general contractor on your team who has an electrician on the team, who has a plumber on the team, who has a brick mason on the team. Because when these things happen at, at your property, you want to have someone that you can call to go and take care of that or otherwise have a management uh, maintenance company, management company involved to handle all of that stuff. But that can get pricey. So, you know, you have those those two options. So everything's not all always rosy. But if you have... Uh, the foresight to know that everything's not going to be rosy and, and you prepare for issues, then it's just another day at the office. Um, well, then what are some of the things that people should prepare for? You, know, you just described property damage. You also described uh, not paying the rent. So what are some of the other things that a real estate investor needs to prepare themselves mentally to be able to handle? Well, just like any other business, I mean, you know, when you first get into business, you're married to this business. I mean, this is this is life. Your business is life uh, at, at that point. So you have to everything in your life has to be, you know, focused on that. So, I, I, you know, I would suggest that you just have to be smart with your money. You know, just be smart with your money. Right. Be smart with your money. I can't say that enough. Um, if you have a 401k, if you have some money saved. You know, don't go buy your bins, you know, right now. Don't go buy jewelry right now, right? Just don't do things that are not going to benefit the overall goal in the long run, right? Because there are going to be things that are unforeseeable that you're going to need to handle in order to maintain a forward movement in your business. I mean, it's just the bottom line. So you have to uh, be smart with your money and prepare yourself for these shortfalls so that you can handle them in stride. Hmm. And this is one of the other things that Money Ave does a really great job of. It prepares people to to forecast and to prepare for certain things. Uh, you know, I said before, I broker money for four different funds. Money Ave is one of them. I like working with Money Ave the most because you really take the time. You know, I mean, we sat down with that client who was getting that grandiose property, uh, the White House, and just me. And I'm telling you, the, the, the instructions that you gave her and the guidance that you gave her made all the difference. Made all the difference. Well, you listen. B bottom line is, we're not we're not those three o'clock in the morning, late night real estate gurus who go, you know, we're not going to sell you a book. Who, you know, who, who that that paints the the lovely picture of everything. We you know, we really are invested in our clients' success. Why? Because their success is our success. So part of you know preparing them for success is preparing them, you know, for failure. Because there's going to be some ups, there's going to be some downs, there's going to be some ends, there's going to be some outs, wins and losses, and I can go on and on and on. But you know, we like to try to prepare people for what is actually going to happen not you know the rosy you know you're going to be a millionaire in six months picture that a lot of a lot of these real estate gurus try to sell you because that's just not 
realistic. I mean, you know, those of us that have reached, uh, you know, a, 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 a real level with this real estate game, we understand that there's, you know, there's going to be some problems. So we, you know, we share that. It's important that we share the real information with our with our community and the people that we deal with. Right. Well, now you talked about, you know, the clients not paying their rent. You talked about the property getting trashed and you talked about what's the term you use a, a maintenance company. What are some other things that you can use? What are some other strategies you can use to prevent people from to prevent having to worry about them not paying the rent or the property getting damaged? Um, what are some of the other great strategies you use for that? Well, I mean, there's no there's no strategy to safeguard you from from people not paying their rent. Right. Because outside of outside of that home, real life happens. Right. So people lose their jobs. Uh, you know, people go through hardships, you know, health issues. These things happen. I mean, and, and there's no real way to foresight that. I mean, because we did background checks on everyone in, that we that, that moved in the house. So there was no real way that we could know that we were going to have the type of issues that we end up having. So, um, again, I, you know, the only thing I can honestly say is to go into every situation with real estate prepared for the worst, you know, and, uh, you know, hope for the best. I mean, just like, you know, it's, I mean, that's really the truth. I mean, anything else I, I could say to you that, cause there's no magic pill to this. There's no really real way to know. Um, but that's the reason why there's so many different avenues of real estate. Right. So let me just let me just say this. The very next property that we bought, as opposed to buying another rental property, we actually bought two. We were able to pull some equity out and with some savings, we actually bought two ugly properties on the same block uh, directly across the street from one another. One had a fire and the other one was actually the, the you know, the the, the streets. Uh, vacant property it's like this this one property had just been vacant for years um you know every every street has one you know in in in, in urban areas or you know uh middle even middle class areas there's always that one house that's kind of been vacant forever for whatever reason so we actually bought the two properties right across the street from each other and uh i partnered with an attorney that i was actually working with at the time um, I partnered with, with him. He actually, we put up the money to buy, buy the houses. He put up the money to rehab the houses. Um, and when I tell you that at that point in my life as a 27 year old kid, um, I seen more money than I've ever seen in my life. You know, a check with my name on it um, for $160,000. Um, it, it changed my my passion for which way I wanted to go. I figured if I ever get back into to, to, uh, rental properties, I would do it a little different, but my main focus would be to buy, fix, and sell from that point on. So uh, what, what we always suggest to people and what we do through our interviewing process to, is to kind of ask the questions and kind of understand what the overall goal is, you know, for your, for your business. Um, some people have the ability, have the stomach to deal with the tenants and the property issues because they may have a background in plumbing, electrician, so on and so forth. These different things may be their trade, you know, to begin with. So they don't really have the issues that we had dealing with these, you know, issues at the house. So, um, 
you know, it just depends on the person's overall goal. Everyone's vision and everyone's business is unique. So we try to find out exactly what it is you want and then present you with the tools and the roadmap to get there. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So, you know, there's a, we, I met a guy, I, I got a call from a guy on Thursday and um, he wanted to get into wholesaling. Right. And for those that don't know what wholesaling is, wholesaling is when you find a property, you put that property under contract for sixty thousand dollars. You then assign that contract to an end buyer for seventy, eighty thousand dollars. When that end buyer buys that property for seventy or eighty thousand, the original seller gets paid off. You walk with the difference. So that's another unique technique of, of real estate. So he wanted to partner with Money Avenue um, to, uh, uh, you know, get transitional funding for those for those deals where he had to close immediately and could not necessarily wait on the um, in buyer's money. So, um, you know, sometimes depending on the situation, it's a case by case situation. But we we will partner, you know, with uh, with the potential uh, partner on on some of those. Right, right. And I wanted to show your website. Uh, So this is the Money Ave website, moneyav.com. We're going to put that link in the chat, but moneyav.com, the one-stop destination for home loans, investment property loans, and business loans, insurance, banking, personal finance. It it looks to me like, and I already know the answer. (laughs) Y'all doing the most. Y'all doing the most, man. <laughs> well, listen, we we intend we intend to really really compete with uh, the bigger the bigger banks, right? So we're not gonna do it halfway, right? Um, my favorite rapper, Big Daddy Kane, said, "Ain't no half stepping," right? So um, we're gonna do it to the fullest. So we we really understand holistically what uh, financial literacy. Uh, looks like we understand what financial freedom looks like we understand how to help people build financial wealth and we are on a mission to change the complexion of our people when it comes to uh building generational wealth that is the number one goal of money avenue is to teach our people and arm our people with the tools to build generational wealth. So when you look at all of the different things we offer, right? So with banking, we teach people about banking and how to bank right, right? Like for instance, our bank accounts, there are no fees, right? Are you aware how much money Chase, Wells Fargo, whoever you bank with right now, they are making close to, or maybe even more in some cases, a billion dollars a month. A billion dollars with a B a month in fees just to allow you to pay your bills and do your whatever you do in your bank account. They're making a billion dollars. They need to be ashamed of themselves. There's absolutely no reason to charge that much in fees um, to, to everyday working people. So with our, with our banking, with our banking, there are no fees. But we have a lot of cool systems. We, we we teach you how to budget your money. There's tools in our banking 
uh, platform that teach you how to budget your money because the most important thing is to uh, spend less than you make so that you have money to save. And if you have money to save, then you have money to invest, right? We, we, we have insurance. We offer life insurance, right? Because we're talking about generational wealth, right? It's not a mystery that little Pablo or, or little Billy can open a car lot on on the main strip when you know when like how does that happen well it happened because mr o'brien or mr lopez passed away and left pablo or billy three hundred fifty thousand dollars that they could use to start a business and life insurance so something just as simple as that could be the the key to to you know generational wealth this is what this is what we we preach and teach. So we offer the tools to do that. So um, you know, we we also teach people how to get get your credit score to a certain level and close your credit, lock it, and then we teach you how to build your business credit in your LLC, in your S corp, in your INC. We teach you how to build your business credit and then borrow solely on the credit of the business. We also help you get a minimum of fifty thousand dollars in business credit. So, you know, we kind of arm you with all the tools to be successful if you're, you know, this is this is the roadmap, right? We hear a lot of complaining in our, in our community. We hear a lot of uh, a talk about what the issues are. And I'm not saying that we don't need to focus on these issues because we need change in a lot of these areas too. But I always ask one specific question, one specific question. What's the plan? What's the plan? And if we don't have a plan, then we're going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And what is that? Insanity. <laughs> if we keep Absolutely. doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result, that's insanity by definition. So this is the plan, people. This is the roadmap. This is it. This is what you need. These are all the different things that you can utilize to build your business, build your wealth, and create general generational wealth for your family. I say, I say, I want to take a moment to thank some of our sponsors for their great support. Uh, well, Money Ave isn't one of the sponsors, but <laughs> we'll work on that. I want to take uh, Guidance Whiskey. I have an empty bottle of whiskey here. I don't drink a lot. <laughs> But when I do, I enjoy Guidance Whiskey. You can find Guidance Whiskey at GuidanceWhiskey.com. I tell you, they have a lot of great things. Uh, you can They work with cocktails. They have um, this old-fashioned is great. The Blackberry Splash, that mix is really nice as well. So go to GuidanceWhiskey.com for that information. And I also, I like a good soap. You know, I found out that if you... Yes, brother. Me too. Yeah, I, I like good soap, man. And I found this out, man. I found out that it's not just what you put in your body intake, you know, what you drink and what yes. you eat. Very important, it's yes. What you put on your skin, which Very is your true. biggest organ. And Very so true. I want to thank the good people at Common Sense For You. They have some great soaps. They have some great oils. They have a lot of great things. Uh, commonsenseforyou.org. Commonsenseforyou.org. You can go to commonsenseforyou.org and you'll find they have herbal tooth powder. That stuff is all natural. Mm. All natural. Herbal tooth powder, much better for your intake than toothpaste is. Um, yeah, fluoride and toothpaste is the worst. Right. Absolutely. 
Right, 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 right. The detox your skin package is $125 and worth every penny of it. I have all of that stuff upstairs in the house. The bug off oil, I use that during the summertime to keep the mosquitoes away. Um, uh, the lavender sugar scrub cubes are actually kind of fun. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> They're kind of fun. So they have a lot of great things. So you can simply go to common sense for you.org. That's common sense for you.org. And the last thing is, uh, hey, I'm Seiko Varner, and you're watching the Fly Guy Show. You're watching Get On Code. My firm does credit fixes, tax resolution. We lend private money, and some of that private money that we lend comes from moneyav.com. Yeah, so, and we do debt consolidation. So make sure you get in contact with us. We can provide you with some great services. We want everybody to win, like my customer here. He's winning. We provided him with 90% of the acquisition and 100% of the rehab costs. He's winning. Hashtag winning. We want everyone to win in the very same way. And like I said, MoneyAv is my favorite lender to work with. So I can make sure that you get 90% uh, and 100%, 90% acquisition, 100% funding. But it depends on the asset, like you said earlier. It depends on the deal. It's a hard... It, Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about something a little different. I know that you have marketing in your background. How does marketing connect with this real estate financing, business financing, investment financing world? How does marketing even impact that? So you know, when I first got when I first got started in the business, you know, I, I don't come from a, a wealthy family. I don't. I didn't have connections. You know, my my dad was an iron worker. Um, for years, my mom was a, you know, a, she worked in the dietary department in the kitchen, I mean, in, in the hospital. So, you know, we, I come from working class people, so I don't, I don't, I didn't have connections. So the only way that I could drum a business was to market myself. And in those days, you know, we didn't have, uh, you know, all of the, 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 the sexy stuff that we have now in terms of social media. So a lot of this stuff was door to door and, you know, belly to belly, you know, slapping palms and, and meeting people and, and, and what have you. So as 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 my business grew, I, I, I kind of learned a lot of different things about marketing, how to market myself, how to, you know, become a, a you know a household name in the areas that I focused on in business. And I just got good at it over the years, you know, as technology changed and as different things became available, you know, I was able to kind of get really good at, you know, marketing myself. And The best thing I, I think I did was I actually stopped marketing uh, me and actually just started to market the services that I offer, you know, because I think people, everybody's not going to connect with you, right? Most people have selfish reasons why they do business with who they do business with. So it's, it may not be you that they connect with, but they may connect with your message. So, um, Messaging is everything, and, and that's and that's what I ultimately learned. So I got really good at just getting the message across and not really making it about me. I think that's the mistake that a lot of marketers do, a lot of real estate investors do, a lot of mortgage guys do. I think they make it about them as opposed to making it about the messaging. So um, that's that's just been about that's that's about it. I mean, that's really the, the golden rule that I think I've learned over the years. Okay. Okay. Your audio seems a little, uh, I don't want to use the word janky, but your audio is a little janky right now. <laughs> It, it's gotten a little minimized. So 
let's let's bring this to a close, man. What do you see is the future of this investment space? You know, what do you see is within the next few months, next few weeks, next few years, what should people kind of focus on? What are you focusing on? I'm focusing on um, land. Uh, right now, it's a seller's market. Inventory is really low. It's hard to find properties. It's hard to find good deals. So I'm focusing on vacant land. Um, so my advice to the investors out there is to focus on you know, vacant lots in your area, vacant buildable lots where you can go in and you know, do new construction on the on the land and, and sell the property at a profit. Um, so I think that number one is the number one thing that I'm going to be focusing on. I would suggest that people focus on that as well. And also just be prepared for these foreclosures that are coming um, because they are coming. Within the next six months, there's going to be a release of all of these uh, holdbacks from the governments and the local municipalities with, uh, you know, no foreclosures and no uh, 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 evictions. So that's going to be over very soon. This vaccine is out. So, you know, all of this news that's swirling around us is important to pay attention to because it's going to affect what the government actually does and what the municipalities are going to do to follow suit. So with that being said, there's going to be a ton of property um, available uh, with these foreclosures. So the smart thing is to get yourself in a position to take advantage because every other uh, every other community is going to do that. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. We want to make sure that people can retire out on the beach. <laughs> we want to make sure everyone can do something nicely like that. So um, I think you've kind of gone into a lot of great information, Corey. Uh, we have on the screen right now where people can go to moneyav.com to get more information about it. Uh, you know, I think we've, we've given enough information, brother. I really think we have. I know you have a Steelers game coming up, man, and you don't want to miss that. I am ready to go. Trust me, brother. I am ready to go. <laughs> hey, but, but, I, but, I can sit, but at the same time, I can sit here all night and share with the people, man. I, 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 love, I, love, I love black people. I love brown people. I love our community. So I can always share, you know what I mean? But uh, Steelers is life around these parts, brother. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, Corey from Money Ab, thank you for coming on the show. Um, man, thank, you, thank you. All right. I'll talk with you later, bro. Peace. All right. That was a good brother. And he said, look, it's time. It's time. It's time. What time? It's time for a change. It's time for a change. So uh, let's be part of that change. And I hope you are. Um, you've been watching Get On Code and the code is empowerment. I know a lot of times when we say the term get on code, we're speaking about Neely Fuller's compensatory code. In this case, the code is empowerment. We simply want you to get empowered. The code is empowerment. So with that being said, hey, thank you again for watching Get On Code, The Fly Guy Show. All right. Take care. This show was brought to you by Positive Vibes Incorporated, our consulting services. We do credit fixes. We do tax resolution. We lend private money and debt consolidation. So if you need some of these services... 
waiting here for you. Credit fixes, tax resolutions, private money, and debt consolidation. Make sure you call Positive Vibes Incorporated. Take care. Stay floss, 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 stay floss. The views expressed by the guests are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. Stay floss, stay floss, stay floss, stay floss, stay floss. Stay conscious. Stay fly.